Thank you for downloading this episode of the Nerdball Podcast. Uh, I am Lorenzo. I don't know if I've said that uh, in previous podcasts. So if you're new, I'm the host, Lorenzo. Uh, as you will hear in the intro song, Lorenzo Melcher. I've been doing this for over 200 episodes now. It's a lot of fun. If you're new to this episode, please like, share, subscribe, all the things. Uh, social media, search the Nerdball Podcast. You'll find us on Twitter or X, uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Search the Nerdball Pod. Oh, the, you'll see the TikTok videos there. Uh, I gotta, I, I'm gonna work on those a little bit more, and I don't know if I'm gonna change things up or just, uh, I don't know. I want to do something different. Uh, maybe just, I don't know. I don't know if it needs a lot of attention, but maybe just like the, the end part where that has where you can find me needs to be updated. There's some old apps on there that don't exist anymore, and I don't know. I'll, I have a little bit more time. We'll play with it and see see what I like. But yeah, check out the TikToks. Thanks as always to to everyone who who does listen to this podcast and download it. Uh, even if you don't listen, just download it. I'll take a download. Throw me a bone. Uh, search the YouTube page, the Nerdball Podcast on YouTube. Uh, subscribe there. All these things are free for everybody. There's nothing that this podcast charges for. So the more you can do uh, to help it, the better. And again, it doesn't cost you anything. So I appreciate all the listeners. The podcast today is uh, with someone I work with. Um, we have a a love-hate relationship because he was a mommy kid and I'm a Perrysburg kid. So we talked about that a little bit. Uh, it was a great episode. Uh, got into a lot of different stuff. So uh, uh, I can't wait for you all to listen to it. Enjoy the episode. This is Justin Strider, and this is the Nerdball Podcast. Is the Nerdball Podcast with Lorenzo Melcher? See, Justin, that was easy. That was yeah. <laughs> Justin. Thanks for coming on the podcast today. Yeah. Um, we 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 tried to entice another person to come on here, but he wasn't having it. I I don't know if I don't know if Zach's ever going to come on. No, no, I, I think he thinks he's like the most boring person on the planet. <laughs> everybody does but i've told you that before like everyone does that and and like there are cool things about everybody you know and that's 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 for me like like i like figuring that kind of stuff out especially the first question i ask everyone and i'll ask it to you is what what a um what's a hobby that you're super into something you nerd out about something that you know gets you away from your hope your house if you get outside or your job just something you can do either by yourself or with other people that you really enjoy doing yeah, that'd be uh, I mean, that's a pretty easy one. That's hunting or fishing, or like basically anything outdoors, right? Camping, you got um, any one of those things. I, I do hunt or fish more than I do camp because it's like easier to go hunting after work, and you can't just go camping after work. So you have to take off work. And <laughs> it doesn't work out that easily. No, it does not. Uh, have you have you been like was that something you've been doing your whole life? Yeah, um, at least fishing wise. You know, I would always go down the side cut. Um, with my buddies we would ride our bikes down there get away from everybody else so i mean we wouldn't get in any trouble but if we wanted to get in trouble you know there'd be no way around right <laughs> so not yeah, that we did get in any trouble but that sounds like you got in trouble no no absolutely not you know i was an angel as a kid um <laughs> but yeah we'd always go down there and go fishing um you always see like the wildlife the deer and stuff and you see like deer at the parks and they're like this massive deer right this massive yeah. antlers because no one hunts them so and then you know that they're safe there. So like as a kid going there, you're like, oh, that's how all deer should look like. And you go in the woods, and you see this deer with like one antler. It's like, uh. 
This is not what I saw. No, you're spoiled. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> did you have, uh, was it just your friends that got you into it, doing it with your friends? Or did you have any family members or anything that said, hey, you should come try this with me? Um, my sister's um, husband, he's I've been around basically my whole life. Um, he hunts there, he fishes a lot, but mm. no one really got me hunting. Um, my family would go camping every year a little bit, but basically the hunting was just my buddies and me like being outdoors and like being around those types of people to get you uh, involved in it. So those the, the hunting wise, those were my friends. Fishing was probably my brother-in-law and camping is both with my family. Camping camping's wild to me because I've never I've never liked it. Like it's never been something like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna go do this. And I saw I heard a comedian talk about. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I have so much money. I'm gonna go cosplay being poor for a few days. Like, I, <laughs> well, I, I think I, yeah, that makes sense. Right? <laughs> you hear a lot of people are like, why would I want to go outside and just like sleep on the ground? You know? it's like, yeah. Well, it's like it's like a lot about with like your friends. I would say is more than the actual like place of camping. You know, sometimes you get these campgrounds that have these beautiful views. But in essence, it's really just like about the people that you're with um, that make it like the fun experience, right? Because the reality, you're just sitting outside by a room of fire, sometimes around water, mm-hmm. with literally nothing to do unless like, you know, you bring cornhole or whatnot. But it's like, it's the friends that really, really bring it all together. Yeah, th- that makes sense. I mean, uh, I do enjoy... I've done a guy's trip with my friends where we, we rented a house and, but it was the same thing. Like it was, it wasn't camping, but we, we just were there and we didn't do anything else. We just stayed at the house and played games and swam and that kind of stuff. Um, I just, yeah, my, my back is telling me like, if you ever go camping, you won't be able to work the next week. Like you need your, you need your mattress. <laughs> yeah. Air mattress or something like me. I just, we just, me and my buddies are just we're young enough. We just go out with sleeping bags and sometimes we will do it where we just bring a hammock and just go out hammock and, uh, bring a tarp in case it rains. Start over. <laughs> yeah, some people are are not about that. They can't do that. No. So, uh, yeah. Just a hammock and a tarp, man. No, I'm good. Yeah. I'm well, good. I mean, you got your sleeping bag too. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you got enough room. We can bring a pillow. Most of the time, that's, class. that's like an extra item. Like, oh, do I have room for a pillow? You're lucky this week. You get a pillow. Um, are are there certain places you like to camp? Like, are there places you go back to or you just camp wherever i mean it sounds like with yeah. the way you camp you can just camp wherever anyway but yeah yeah so i uh, i liked uh when i was in college i was down you know i went to hawking um down in nelsonville which is just half hour south of the hawking hills so you got the all that uh, way national forest area down there and then that's before you just go out and camp anytime so we would always go out there and camp um i was in college and that was a fun time because, like, you'd camp there and then go out and hunt the next morning. So it was, like, mm-hmm. you get, like, kind of a whole experience. Um, but around here, um, I go to Mary Jane Thurston a lot. Yeah. That, that's out in um, Grand Rapids, um, Ohio. Um, it used to be but- at Buttonwood in Perrysburg. But then, you know, the, the ice um, kind of completely messed up that. And they redid it the one year. And then the next year, they're like, oh, no, we're not redoing it. So try to get Chris Molly to, to redo it because um, he's now – works over there and i was like hey you know you gotta get buttonwood he said you're not the first person to tell me that <laughs> well maybe, maybe that's a sign it <laughs> so, is but buttonwood's a county park oh uh, yeah it's a uh, wood county um, okay it's right I, along I thought the it was river. A city. okay yeah nope. yeah i know i know buttonwood I, I used to go there okay. i used to go there in high school uh and just we used to just hang out by the river and 
throw rocks or whatever you know whatever high schoolers do and but uh yeah. i didn't yeah, I, I always just assumed it was a city a city thing but yeah that the buttonwood was a huge spot for especially when the walleye run was here there's a bunch of people yeah. would camp there and everything and and i know it got destroyed when everything got destroyed that one ice ice i mean it was huge um yeah. uh it destroyed a lot of stuff and then it got destroyed again or it got messed up again like yeah. the following year yeah basically it's just that's way too close to the river way too yeah. low right there so anytime you get a high flood a lot of water coming through there um, ice jams i mean it's it's taking them out and, and that place was kind of a simple like campground you know i don't even know if they had any electricity or anything mm. it's just post with um just basically post with uh, gravel the park yeah like for the primitive campsites is what they call right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um uh, i want to go back to hunting and fishing real quick is there is there obviously hunting it's what um deer is your main thing but do you hunt other stuff too no i would say deer uh, i put more time into turkey hunting than i do deer hunting oh okay. um, even though i've only i've been turkey hunting for three years now and i still haven't killed turkey but it's one of no. my favorite, favorite of hunting oh it's 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 one of the hardest things to hunt I, in my opinion um because you actually can't just go out there and like get lucky you know you can't just have a deer walk you can have a deer walk right by you but a turkey you know it's going to see you um it's like you gotta you gotta prepare you gotta see where they roost the night before uh, you gotta be able to call them in you gotta, it's just there's so much to it um and like the calling's not easy it's just not like a simple like here just press this button and yeah. you'll go like, like coyote hunting would be um it's like oh it's, it's so hard and i still haven't killed one i almost killed one actually deer hunting um because it's the same i got this deer spot that's the same as my turkey spot okay. and a whole bunch of turkeys walking in and one of them thought he kind of saw me, but then started like turning away. And I had a, a crossbow at the time, and I went to shoot it, and it, the arrow smoked a branch and went completely ninety degrees the opposite uh. way. And I, was, <laughs> I was so mad. So, yep, still have not, uh, still not killed my turkey, but that'd be my favorite type of hunting. But, Damn, I I went deer hunting one time, and on a weekend, and I I was in a tree tree stand. Didn't see a deer, but one night or one morning, like 15 turkey fly in and they're like right below me. I'm like, well, yep. I don't, I'm not prepared for this. I, I don't even, yeah. I barely know how to hunt deer. I'm not going to try to shoot a turkey right now. <laughs> exactly. They were just all roosting right above you. Um, yeah, it was, it was wild. Like I, I was hearing stuff. I was like, what is that? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like hunkering down and then I can just see him come in. I'm like, oh shit, turkeys. Yeah. Well, turkeys are one of the animals. It's like, as like, think about it. If like, we were like turkeys and like, there'd be this time of year where we just wake up, like the males just wake up and like scream. That's what like a turkey does. <laughs> it's like, it's like, <laughs> what? like what? Like just imagine. <laughs> oh man. They're just screaming. <laughs> screaming. Yeah. <laughs> so no, but like with hunting, like there's a, so yeah, you, a lot of, a lot of people think of, like you say, hunting, they automatically go to deer because it's probably one of the most hunted animals around this abundance um but then you have you can do a turkey squirrel um all your waterfowl which is your ducks geese um you can trap muskrats it's not that's hunting but not hunting yeah yeah so that's what we're going after an animal uh you got your coyotes uh, do you do you do coyote um coyote is one of the animals that's like a lot of like if i'm hunting in the woods and i see a coyote i'm shooting it yeah. there's no close season for that so they're just they're so overpopulated it's just open all the time all year round. Mm. um so you can hunt those at night um same with a uh, wild boar even though we don't have them up here um 
they're more in southern Ohio, but they're so destructive that, yeah. and they reproduce so quickly that it's just open all year round. Anytime you see them, no no limits on them. So it's you can, free. But but you can eat boar. You can't do anything with coyote, can you? Oh uh, no, coyote is one of those uh, pelt. Okay, me, pelt. Just same like muskrat. I mean, people eat muskrat. I mean, you could eat a coyote, right? You could eat any. Animal. I guess in theory, yeah. Yeah. If it'd be enjoyable. Eh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Never I tried. A, a different time, I'm sure. I'm sure people had coyote recipes, like ready to go. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, no. So, yeah. Um, what like if... people are like that with raccoons. They're like, oh, you can eat raccoons. Like, oh, I'll, every time I've had raccoons, it's been disgusting. So, well, yeah, because they eat garbage. Yeah, exactly. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, I listened to. I, I don't know where it was. I, I listened to some podcast. They were talking about bears and how you can tell what a bear's diet is when you're eating the meat. You know, like if it's if it eats a lot, of, if it eats a lot of berries or fruit, it's a little more sweeter. Or you can definitely tell when bears get in the garbage and that's all they eat because it, it's not yeah. very it's not very tasty. Yeah, that sounds about I, right. I don't know Crazy. if it's true or not, but it sounded smart. So yeah, it sounds smart. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> good. I don't, I don't, we don't have bears around here yet, so um, I mean, we kind of do, but not really. You know, one of those things. Oh. The bear, let's see, bear, mountain lion. Those are the ones you're like, yeah, I saw one, or somebody saw one up in up oh. in northern Michigan, or you know, there's some by Detroit or whatever, and then you never hear about it again. Yeah. So I think bears will be back in Ohio, um, just the way they're reproducing and moving. Uh, but it's gonna be like I don't know, 10, 15 years before they're like, Oh, the bears are back. Yeah. But they are they are making them right back. So oh, okay. All right. So. Uh, have you ever seen an albino deer? I have not. No, I've heard. I've seen an uh, albino squirrel, but not a, not a deer. Um, so those are illegal to hunt too. You can't even shoot them. Oh, really? Yeah, you can't shoot those. Oh, so I'd imagine a pie bull deer the same way. Like you're not supposed to shoot them. Oh, uh, yeah. See, I don't know about that because they're a little. They're still rare, but a little less rare than. <laughs> I I, uh, I I did some training a few years ago in uh, West Virginia. I went there for work and. Uh, they have it's on a it's ogle bay it's like this big resort or whatever and they have deer everywhere because you can't shoot them there and there were two albino deer and, no and was, yeah yeah we were dri- like riding a bike uh, this electric bike around and we saw them and it was it was pretty su- it was pretty cool there's a baby one and then a bigger one but yeah that's crazy they're so they're weird looking it's like what's your color at <laughs> i know i know, I know yeah. yeah i saw yeah. a pic i saw a picture Cause I was on TikTok. It was a TikTok actually, and there was a woman who was like, <laughs> "I like TikTok." Uh, there's yeah. a picture of this woman who's like, "Guys, I'm not a hunter. I don't know, but I don't know what this is. Like, what do you call this?" And it was a piebald deer. And there's a lot of hunters that said like, "Yeah, you're, there's really there's not like a restriction, but most hun- hun- most hunters won't shoot them just because it because yeah. it is what it is, you know." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're cool. I mean, it'd be cool to have one though. I'm just, like, <laughs> you stuff the whole thing just have this big deer in your living room yeah, the small <laughs> small 800 square foot litter just the deers. <laughs> um what about fishing uh is there because i know a lot of fishermen and they just you know they fish for i'm sure there's like a favorite thing to fish for right for you yeah um i would say there's more of favorite uh season i love ice fishing more than mm-hmm. summertime fishing um even though people say it's cold it's really not that cold i mean setting up and getting out there yeah it's cold and it could be freezing out there and it's like no why am i doing this but yeah. once you get like your shoes set up and and stuff like that then it's just then it's just fun you can sit down there in a t-shirt most of the time and just be warm um but that's fun 
I, I love uh, sitting there through the ice. You never know what you're going to – You're sometimes you know, you're specifically going after, like, birch or something, but then you have an occasional, like, oh, like this wall I just hit or this other thing just saying you have no idea and you just reel it up. It's like, well, let's fit through the hole. And you just see it swim <laughs> past the hole. It's like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah, what, do you, what do you do? What do you do if you hook a fish and it's and you can't get it in or can't get it up to you? Yeah. Um, Has that happened? I don't know. No, it's not. So they they'll fit. Most most fish will fit, right? How how I mean, big how big is the hole that you make? Uh, about eight inches. Okay. okay. I mean, it's decent. decent it's pretty fit, big. Right? Yeah. 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 There's, I haven't I haven't seen. You'll see some pretty big fish be pulled through, and right? fish can squeeze a little bit. So even if they that's just squeeze and they're slimy, so it just slimy on ice is just okay. right through. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But then, then you have like your seasonal walleye run. That's that's really good time. Um, sometimes you know you have all those people here. So oh, it's so crazy. Up, mess up everything. Yeah. But but they gotta think about it. Like walleye is very very, very expensive fish, right? So they sell it at the store, probably around approximately like ten dollars a side, nine dollars a side. Um, so you're thinking you get a decent size walleye, you got twenty dollars worth of fish right there. Yeah. You get six of them a day for as many days as you go out. You, it, it adds up after a while, and they're really good. It's just a really good, really good fish. So I've been. That's I've why been, it's yeah, and they come from all over, like everywhere. It's crazy. One of the best. One of the best ways to catch walleye because you got to think about it, you don't need a super expensive boat. You just need your waders, your fishing rod, and, and tackle. And the average person can fish for that. And get this delicate type of fish so that's that's why i like so many people come because it's cheapest not easiest way but it is an easier way uh, to catch them so okay. they're so good uh I, I went fishing i've been walleye fishing twice i've never I, caught i've never caught a walleye like during the walleye run um and one time i went and i was with my wife's cousin and uh he was talking about like the game wardens and stuff and like how like if you snag them you know like you're not you're not supposed to take snagged fish right that's that's against the law oh yeah yeah, yeah you can't take them. and then sometimes it's like on a close like if it snags on the outside of the cheek still can't take them so yeah that that's a, there's there'll be a lot of fishermen i noticed like will unhook it underneath the water yeah but even then like if someone wants to come look at your fish they can tell can't they oh uh, well you could tell you could say that or you could be like oh because you'll see a lot of fish so most fish that are caught are not actually feeding. They're not actually eating. You're just like kind of going through their mouth. It's called flossing, flossing through your mouth and hooking them in the mouth. Okay. There's just that many fish in there. So you're not actually like, that's why you get so many snags because they're not actually feeding. There's so many fish in there as you're going through, you hook into one. Um. So who's to say that the person before didn't hook into the side of the fish and then uh... release it back in there? So as a, as a, uh, trying to convict somebody of doing that, it's like almost impossible to easily say, hey, no, that, that was there when I caught them. It's common for people to snag fish and throw them back because you have to, right? So there's no way to prove it. Man, that seems like oh, a, it seems like you can, you can get away with a lot of stuff. Though. Yeah, yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, they're out there though, and you never know where they're at or who who is there, right? So I mean, you could be fishing next to an ODNR guy and you have no idea. I was just gonna say, I'm sure they, I'm sure they go fishing. Yeah, yeah, they go fishing. They'll be in the woods all around. You know, they they got eyes. And especially since there's so many people, you catch a lot of a lot of different things going through this area at the time. So, you know, with that many people, it's just all the crime is coming through. You know, there's yeah. people illegally fishing and stuff like that, and they'll find them. So. Oof. I, I uh, 
Is that something you ever, because you like it so much, is that something you ever thought of doing, work, like doing DNR? Uh, yeah, but there's an aspect of if you get that one of those ODNR jobs, then they could send you anywhere in Ohio. Um, uh, and I'm pretty much planted up here. I really don't want to move. You know, I like this area. Got a lot of things going on here that I enjoy, so I really don't. Yeah, you just bought a, yeah, you just bought a house, right? Yep, yep. In uh, what June? I think it was June and July. Okay. I'm running. How's how's home ownership? It can be, especially being your first house. There's there, there's certain things you look for. Like I know when I when we bought our first house, I told my wife like, hey, I'm not trying to do like a rehab project here. I don't have those skills. You know, if there's some things that need to be done, you know, we'll, we'll we can we can get some things done. But I'm looking for a house to move into and live in, not have to re- rehab. What when you were looking yeah. for a home, where, were, where where was your mindset? Um, well, also I had a. I, it wasn't just my mindset, right? Because I had the thanks mindset too. It's yeah. like, hey, it was if this house going to be good enough for you? It's like, yeah, it's good enough for me. <laughs> that is right? very true. That is yeah. true. Um, but uh, I was more like looking for like a, I would, I would like a basement or like a big enough area because I like to have people over, especially mm-hmm. uh, watch like football or just to have people over in general, like the entertainment space. So that was a big one. I wasn't too concerned about like looks because I always could like paint and redo stuff. Like I painted the walls. Um, I still have to redo my hardwood floor, but kind of got all the painting done, redid the bathroom and stuff like that. So it wasn't too much of what what had the house what the house was like, like condition wise. Like it had to be stable, right? No, mm-hmm. didn't have to redo the basement or any um stuff like that. And that's more the bank and my walls, you know, because that stuff just adds up over time. Mm-hmm. Um and I just wanted to be like stay around this area. So that in the price range was like kind of my ultimate factor of what houses I looked at. I, I I think I ended up looking at like seven or eight houses before. I was like, oh yeah, this one's nice. Because um, I don't know when I was looking at it, they'd post it for like like say like one hundred five, one twenty five, but then people would be bidding like one seventy five. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> how is this even possible? So yeah, it was annoying. First time, yeah, it was ridiculous. I was like, oh, this is how it's gonna be. I was like, I'm never gonna find a house at this rate. <laughs> but uh, this yeah, one was, was good. Like, I, yeah. So, yeah, no, this one, uh, it ended up, I think, being like a renter property for somebody else who didn't live in the area and just didn't want to deal with it anymore. Mm. Um, so, and then they sent some people in to like repaint it and do something. And it was just like a quick job. You could tell like some, a lot of stuff wasn't done right. Um, but it was a lot of just cosmetic stuff that I could fix. So, well, that, that we had to deal with that when we were trying to sell our home with the FHA loan. Like, like they came in and said, like, basically, I had some stupid shutters. Uh, I had some shutters in the backyard that I turned into like a garden. I just like recycled these shutters, wooden shutters. Mm. And they're like, all right, well, you got to paint those shutters. I was like, I'm not going to paint. It's a garden. Like, I'm not going to paint it. Well, they, they need you to paint it. I was like, can yeah. I just tear them out? Like, yeah, you can just tear them down. I was like, all right, that's what I'm going to do then. I'm just going to tear <laughs> them out. Yeah. yeah Cause that's I'm not ridiculous. like, there's a lot like we had to do that with our garage, like cause of peeling paint, we had to scrape it and paint it, which I mean, I did a half-ass job, but that's all they wanted. Like, they wanted to see an yeah. effort, I guess, you know. But, yeah, yeah I, there's a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, it's, like, ridiculous because, like, you do that, like, and, you know, these companies come in here and do that, and it won't be, like, the good job or the job that the new person wants, and they're going to have to redo it anyway. So, it's, like, yeah. why don't let's just let the homeowner do it? You know, it's, it's a part of the experience of being a homeowner, you know, changing <laughs> things, like, that need to be changed, you know, for the first time. Just getting mad like your dryer went out and you have to go buy a new dryer, you know. <laughs> all that that stuff especially if you're coming off renting and then you get a home you're like you're like oh this is the kind of stuff the landlord would take care of yeah yeah it's like why did i ever leave (laughs) yeah i didn't fix nothing that i came from uh 
rent an apartment and then moved in with my buddy for a little bit. Um, he owned a house. So I kind of got it because it was like him, like, hey, if we broke something, we had to fix it. Um, but was, it was his house. So if anything like major happened, he would have to fix it there. Stuff like that. So we had a, we had a landlord before we bought our first house um, in our apartment. And um, they were like these two 85 year old people, this couple. And anytime something was broken, she would send her husband who can barely go up the stairs like to fix stuff. So we just stopped calling them and we just, we would just fix stuff ourselves. I was like, I'm not going to like have some, this old man in, in my house, like who maybe can barely see what he's doing. Like, I'd rather, I'd rather just like fix my apartment myself. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's wild. At that point, just like give it up, you know, give it to somebody else or you know, once you have kids, I want them to do something with their lives or. Yeah. And, you know? Well, they had, they had kids or a child that would do stuff around there. One time, this their their kid like <clears throat> pruned off all the tops of the um of their evergreen trees i don't know why uh but he did that he or she did that and then they came to me he was like hey we know you do landscape but did you do this i'm like no why would i why would i do why that, would I don't I do that? <laughs> doesn't make any sense <laughs> no i don't i don't I, I own none of these things like get the fuck out of here <laughs> um. That's an interesting one. So the son decided to, hey, I think I want to do this today. Still, I don't know why. Yeah, I have no idea why. Uh, that yeah. that apartment, the the basement was so creepy. Um, it was like unfinished, but that's where the laundry was, and that's where we would have to go. We went there a couple times where there was tornado warnings, and we go down there, and there's like magazines from like thirty years prior, and like they they like changed nothing down there. We had to make sure we had an elderly neighbor who was probably in her nineties. And we had to make sure we had to, we had to get her down there. And she was so fun to talk to. And she would always say, we'd invite her over and she'd hang out for a little bit. And uh, she'd always like, instead of saying like, oh man, or oh gosh, she'd be like, oh murder. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's what she would say. Oh, she, would, she would just be like, oh murder. I'm glad we can just make up things now. <laughs> <laughs> that what happens when you get old, you get to say whatever you want. And everyone just goes, <laughs> like, you know what yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was the same in 1910. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like that. Yeah, no, I found out uh, when I was, because he had a couple uh, boxes left here, or whoever lived here, and it was, uh, what was a newspaper article from, like a whole newspaper article. It was, I think, 1999 or something like that. It was talking about when the first Family Guy episode was going to come out. It was just like, the first Family Guy episode was going to air tomorrow or something like that after the Super Bowl. And I'm like, oh, no way. I was talking about the Super Bowl, and I don't remember who, um, I don't know, whoever went to the Super Bowl and, yeah. at the end of early 2000s. I, I saw, speaking of that, speaking of that time frame, I saw someone write, I don't know if it was a tweet or something. It's like, I'm a college professor, and I just got this message from one of my classmates. Uh, professor, is it okay if I use some older articles from the late 1900s? <laughs> <laughs> like, Wait. Late 1900s makes it sound like so long ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they're writing about, oh, but that was funny. Yeah, it's no, that's sounded... a good point. <laughs> I don't know what the professor called after that. It's like, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Should be retired by now. Can I cite the source from the late 1900s? Um, we, uh, one thing that we, that me and you, because I mean, I, I guess I didn't talk about it, but we work together. And one thing we always talk shit about is Perrysburg mommy. Cause you're a mommy kid. And I went to Perrysburg. Um, I wasn't going to ask you too, cause I know you coach wrestling and you, obviously you wrestled. 
Um, I am friends with some Schneiders on Facebook that also have kids wrestling in in mommy and i was like i wonder if they're related um oh i, I think yeah i don't think so not mommy kids i anthony wayne uh washington i got yeah shiners out over that way okay um, yeah because i i mean i never put two and two together until uh i also saw that they were uh they had a kid wrestling um i think they had a wrestling had, thing at st john's yesterday on the team his last name is schneider uh he's a junior but you guys aren't related but we're not related. oh okay all right well forget that then uh yeah anyway so you you got involved in wrestling and um obviously i coached football and stuff too how uh is this your second year third year yeah coaching yeah this coaching. is mine so last year i was just a volunteer um kind of a little bit different i mean i was still there like just every day um, yeah so it was fun um but this year is like the first year that I'm actually like an hey, assistant coach. Uh, oh, last year it's considered a volunteer, even though I still sat in the corner, uh, still like help run practices and stuff like that. So, but yeah, it's fun. We just had our first uh, dual meet tournament, which is like just a team versus a team instead of like an individual. Um, it was rough, you know. We we uh we had wrestled St. John's and Delta, similarly Benton, which are all like amazing schools. Delta, Delta especially, like, yeah, yeah. And St. John's is a really good school. They have a really good coach over there. And then we Bowling Green and Bowser, which Bowser used to not be able to go to the dual meet tournaments because, like, you need, like, a decent lineup to go. If you don't have enough kids, then you're just getting points by forfeit, and it's, like, not even worth it. Which they, um, they had a full lineup this year, which is, I think, is the first, first time I've seen them have a full lineup, which is good for, good for that program. Uh, that means they're getting kids. Um, which is, and that's the biggest part about wrestling is, like, the kids, you know, like, they a lot of kids like don't want to go wrestling because they like think it's a gay sport. Like that's like that's the first step into wrestling. I would say is like overcoming everybody else around you before you even step on the mat, before you even see if you're good or anything like that. It's just saying, telling people, "Hey, I'm wrestling this year." They're like, "Oh, that's a gay sport." Well, just like, a stigma of it, yeah. Yeah. So that so for these kids to first do that, it's hard. That that eliminates a lot of people right off the bat because they don't they don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, they don't want to go through that. Which is fine, you know, because then you have the kids that that will go through it and they enjoy it. You know, it's a fun, it's a fun sport. Um, a lot of times, like when you go to tournaments and stuff, it's not like you're wrestling the entire time because matches only six minutes long unless you, unless you have overtime and stuff. And so, like, you have like five, you can only have five matches a day, but you're at these tournaments for eight, nine hours a day sometimes. It's like so, it's about like the kids you're around and hanging out with friends and stuff like that. Um, similar to track, but track is more like so. I feel like social. Like every, everyone uh, goes to track. Uh, definitely, that I I did track, and that yeah, yeah. it was. I, I was a thrower. We went first, and then at invitationals, I was hanging out for eight hours. Yeah. I would hold, yeah. I, I would hold blocks. <laughs> I would hold blocks. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Sounds all right. Yeah, I ran track too. Uh, I did it. What junior? I didn't go my freshman or sophomore, which in essence I probably should have. Um, but I went my junior year. Uh, that one ended in mayhem. Lost to a kid from Perrysburg. Uh. Well, actually, it's actually lost a lot of kids, um, especially in LL. <laughs> because, well, here it is. It wasn't. It wasn't. So, I I think I rest. I uh, went up against Perrysburg at at their school one time. We had like I just went to go do a meet. Yeah. And I lost the one kid in Perrysburg, but it was like close. It was really close. It was the hurdles, um, the three hundred meter hurdles. Yeah. And 
then the NLL race comes around and I get first in my, so you do two races. The first yeah. one is crazy. And then the second one, like you race the eight best. And I got second or I got first in mine, but he had a better time than me uh, just barely. So he got, ended up being first in the final race. And during the final race, we're coming around the corner. And as soon as we round the front, round the corner, go to the last hundred, uh, I trip over a hurdle oh. as I, as I go in the first place, I was so mad. I was, it was bad, bad time, right? So, oh, that was. Did, did you? Uh, yeah. Did you finish the race? I did. I didn't get last either. I think I got oh. like six. So, so I, yeah. I guess someone else tripped, huh? Well, see, you still, oh, you still yeah, got your, yeah. you still got your team points. Yeah, something like that. Well, the the that was a bad thing about it because it's whatever. But uh, if I would have placed top three in that one, you know, I like, like to do top three in LLs for. You know, first team, second team, third team yeah. for the sports. I would have got, got at least top three in all the sports I did. So I got the first team wrestling, second team uh, defensive back, and I would have got one of whatever top three I placed there. And then I was like, oh, I could have done that. But, you know, I go triple over hurdle. So you, you yeah. have one job J- jump the hurdles. Nope. You don't you sprint a hurdle, you don't jump a hurdle. <laughs> That's the thing. You tell any hurdler that they're like, nope, you don't, you don't jump over a sprinter hurdle. Uh, what, who am I? I'm no. just a thrower. You know who else? You know who else throw, or uh, ran tr- um, hurdles? Amy Zabo from TBG. Uh, she was a hurdler. She? Yeah, she was a hurdler. Uh, but she also she equated it to her love of jumping like a horse when she was a little girl. Uh, that, that's why she became a hurdler. <laughs> She's obsessed with horses. Hey, you know, as long as you get out there and whatever, <laughs> whatever gets you out there, I guess. You got it, man. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> oh. oh. No, but yeah, no. Harrisburg kid. Oh, what a guy. Um. Yeah. So you, uh, <laughs> I feel like we talk about it once a year when football season rolls around is when you when you were a senior, a senior year, right, yep. two thousand seventeen, uh, yep. and you and you guys beat us, um, because you had because it was rainy and you had Clayhorn who was like a little bowling yeah. ball out there. Um. um he was- Dude, he uh, he was he, he was it was so frustrating like because obviously as a coach you can't do anything but it was so frustrating yeah. just to see this dude run all over the place in the mud yeah i don't you know i really don't it that game reminded me like of the um michigan michigan penn state game where they're talking about oh they didn't throw a pass like the, yeah. I, I don't think we really threw a pass the entire game like <laughs> we just we just ran the ball the entire time yeah. you know and let our uh let our defense handle it. it was we had a really good defense that year i feel like our offense kind of struggled at times but uh, if our offense was just a little bit better i think i think we would have uh, won a couple more games i mean most of our losses i think what we had five four losses uh they were all like by except anthony wayne by one score games mm. so I mean, that's, that's yeah. what's tough too is like if you look back on it i mean that's how i guess that's that's what makes a great team a great team they have a really good defense and a really good offense and and most of the times though it's one or the other and you just you're trying to wait yeah. you're trying to find a way to to piece it together i mean even for us like um this year we had uh, our defense was awesome and our offense you know it took it took a few games and you know even our after our scrimmages were like all right well what how are we gonna how's this gonna work it ended up being better than we than i thought i, I should say and um, because we, you know, we kept working at it. The kids kept working at it, but it is a lot of times it's, it's one or the other and you're just, that's how you end yeah. up with, with five wins, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's tough. It was still fun. Uh, 
So that Perrysburg game, obviously we haven't beat we haven't beat Perrysburg in very long time. I think it was actually the last time we beat Perrysburg was I have an older brother. It was the last time that he played, uh, and they beat Perrysburg. Mm. So that was between then that was the last time. And that was kind of a cool experience because I know I had my little brother on the team as well. So it was like the last time we uh we beat Perrysburg. Well, I don't think we beat him after that ever again. So I don't think so. The last two times we beat Perrysburg, it was when me and me with my brother and then my other brother was on the team. So that was kind of cool. To say. Oh yeah, that's neat. Yeah. And now we'll never play again. Yeah, probably. They they're like, oh well, this would be a game. No. No. no, there's no reason. No, there's no, no reason. Really, no. Although, no. hey, they they won some games this year. Yeah, no, that's good. I, it definitely helps, you know, playing those um those different schools too. I mean, but then they play Springfield the first game and beat Springfield, and it's like, where's this been? You know, the entire time. So, yeah. Spring. I don't think I don't know how well Springfield did. I didn't keep up with it too much. So, uh, they did not do well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, they got smoked by a lot of teams. Yeah. They, are they are they still in the world? They are. They are are they in the big side or the small side? I can't remember. Oh wait, so you have, there's two different sides now. There's like a like east yeah. and west type of so there's a big school and small school basically. So it's it's us, Finley, Anthony Wayne, uh Whitmer, and Northview. Yeah, Springfield's I think Springfield's the biggest school in the small side, I think. Yeah, but though, yeah, it's five so and six. Do you guys cross? Do they cross play or how does it like go for like? Is it just like? Yeah, for like league titles and stuff. Is like, how is it? So there's there's two league titles now. So one for the small, okay. one for the big. Um, and you do cross play, but they don't count as a league game. The only league games that count for you are the ones in your division. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So what, we still what are, they called? are they called like? Is there two different sides or there's two different sides? There's like, I know all this side, I know all this side. No, they're or given like, names. And I think no matter what, who, whatever names they're going to be, people are going to hate them. So one's one's the Cardinal division and one's the Buckeye division. That makes sense. <laughs> so I, I don't think they could have done, like, I would imagine they tried to do like a um, direction, but you can't when it's based yeah. on size. It's not based on proximity. So yeah. that makes sense. But there, there oh, were a lot. Cool. There were a lot of. I wonder if I can find them. There were a lot of different, because you, because you voted on it. People voted on it. So, uh, but I don't the know. Coaches or like the head coaches or the schools or how does it, like who uh, voted? I guess. I don't remember. I think I think they just let anybody vote. You go to the website and like anybody oh. can vote. Um, I vote. Uh, I'm trying to see. It's it's got to be old. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'll be able to find it. But it was, yeah, there was a lot, there was a lot worse names than Cardinal and Buckeye. What's that? That's an awesome, yeah. That's uh I don't get I don't get I mean, I guess that's kind of Ohio, like Cardinal yeah. and Buckeye. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's weird. Um what uh I want to go back to rest, you coaching wrestling real quick. Obviously, you <clears throat> you did it. Um, is there from when you? I mean, and you're still young, so I think you graduated high school what five years ago, six years ago, something like that. Five. Yeah, eighteen. Yeah. Um, is there is there anything different than from when you played to now you're coaching? Like, a, a, like even if it's like not even necessarily the kids, but like I don't know techniques or how they run things or whatever, something that stands um, out to you is it all pretty much the same. Yeah, 
Well, I guess it's a lot of when so wrestling is like one of those sports. It's like everybody in the room has to be helping everybody out. You know, it's a, it, it is an individual sport when you go out on the mat, but in essence, yeah. like it's your team. Like when you drill and stuff, like you can't like slack off. Um, and so I think like the kids in the room have a big impact on how like how how the wrestling is or how how the season feels. Um, I mean, outside of the like the kids, so we had a we had a really decent class. Um, we had six or seven guys who, you know, competed in every match. Um, they were all wrestled for a long time. So, like, that gave us, like, kind of, like, oh, we go to tournaments, you know, we do well in tournaments and stuff like that. Um, this year, we had a lot of young guys, or last year, we had a lot of young guys. Um, this year, still a lot of young guys. Um, they're just a little bit older now. So, just, like, that that aspect of it, you know, like, trying to teach these guys, like, that are young, new, how to move well. And, and it's all about, like, flowing. And that's, like, the biggest thing. Like, you got to flow from move to move. It's got to be smooth and not like choppy. Like I do this and I stop and do this. It's got to be like all one solid thing. Mm-hmm. So I guess like then I just come over time. Um, so like dealing with that, I guess was different because we had a lot of guys who already knew what they were doing going to high school. You know, they wrestled for a while. So everything was like we were able to move a little bit faster with the techniques and stuff like that. Uh, we drilled a little bit harder. And, you know, just generally like better, better athletes. As of now, I think when these, the senior class gets up there, they'll, they'll be pretty good. Um, and then you have the aspect of, I think they changed weight classes. So it used to be, mm-hmm. I wrestled in the 145, basically all high school. Sometimes I moved up to 152, sometimes I was down at 138. Uh, but I stayed at like 145, like from freshman year to senior year. Um, they changed the weight classes. So now it's like they lost a pound in some of them. So like the weight class I would have been in 144. But then they also have to weigh in the singlet, which is what you wrestle in. We used to have to weigh in just boxers and weigh in and then anything uh-huh. else, no soccer or anything. So that was a change. They they took away a pound and added some weight, so they like changed a couple of those weight classes and stuff like that. Um, but other than that, I mean, and they're taking weeks away, so they took a uh, one week away this year, and they're talking about taking another week away for whatever reason mm-hmm. next year. So it just kind of like bumps all the tournaments back, kind of messes a lot of things up. So I guess yeah, that would that would biggest differences is who who is up there it really makes the biggest difference like the mm-hmm. the, the kids around um just do, like with drilling and stuff like that. do you feel more do you feel more responsibility now that you're being paid to coach or is it the same to you uh no i guess it's the same i, I kind of last year kind of took the responsibility that they had. if i didn't show up i was like you know it was bad i didn't show up uh, even though it didn't really matter uh but yeah no so i I put that responsibility on myself last year. So it's like this year is not much different. I'm just, you know, getting paid to do it, I guess. Yeah, that, that's, I mean, for, for basketball, I, I'm doing basketball now, but I'm just volunteer. But I said from the beginning, like, hey, I'm going to volunteer. I'll be there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And that's that's my schedule. You know, but if there's a game on a Friday, I go to that game. If there's a game on a Saturday, I'll be there too. But as far as practices go, like these are the days I'll be there. I think if you set expectation, that's fine. But even me, like, man, I, I wish like I could be there every day. It's just, there's other things I got, you know, my wife would probably kill me if I, if I did, yeah. if I did all this for free, cause I'm a volunteer. So, you know, there, yeah. there's, there's other things, but, but it is like, you want to, regardless of paid or not, or unpaid, like you want to be there and you want to do a good job. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, I, I noticed like this is respect of the sport, you know, you respect the sport. You want, you want these kids to do the best they can. You know, you, you go back to, you know, I went back to my high school that I went to just yeah. cause I love the play. Um, same one of the same coaches that I had so it was like in and my other uh 
coach, the other assistant coach, is the guy I wrestled with every single day for four years. I mean, we were about the same weight class. We battled every day. So us mm-hmm. now coaching together is cool. So it's it, it's it's a cool overall experience. Just you know, doing the full circle. Did they uh did they try to get you to coach football at all? Uh, that I interviewed and they wanted to give me a volunteer. He said he wanted to do a volunteer spot thing, okay. and then and then you go to maybe being paid next year. Um, and I was like, well, it was one of those things where it's like, I'm still young. I'm still trying to do a bunch of stuff. You know, I don't want to be in sports all year round. And yeah. that's what wrestling was uh, all summer. And then football's summer into the fall. So it's been like kind of an all year round thing. And I just wanted some time to still go out and do stuff because I love to travel and stuff. So yeah, it's, I, I mean, I take time off work all the time. You know, like this is one of the days I'm supposed to be working, but I yeah, you took off. like you, you took like two months off one time from work. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I did. I'll, I'll get two months, right? Got some housework done. Let's say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of work, I, I know we, you know, you're talking about you getting paid there, but your main job is to, you're a Metro Park Ranger. Um, I always, um, and I think we may have actually just recently talked about this. Is usually, uh, and this is I've only been with the Metro Parks for three years, but when I first started all the young Rangers that would come in, they within a year, you know, 18 months, they'd be out, you know, they, they'd take a job at this, at this yeah. PD, you know, local police department or municipality or whatever. Uh, but you stayed in there and now they made it a little more enticing for you to not leave. Um, just how yeah. all our things work, contracts work and everything. But um, being a Ranger, is that, is that, like when you decided to get into law enforcement, is that the number one, like you knew you wanted to do that or is it just something that you did and you're like, yeah. Oh, I kind of like it. No, I think it would, it goes back to when I was growing up, always going down the side tight, you know, you, you, you go out and you hang out um, down there at the parks and there's so, I mean, there's so many parks now, but there, yeah. I was always going down to a park and psycho was the main one because I'm in Maldi. Uh, sometimes my dad would take me out to Oak openings and we'd catfish in one of the ponds out there. Um, and just being around the parks, it was fun, and I had an interest in law enforcement. Uh, just the, the excitement of it, I guess, and, like, the day-to-day is differently. You can always be on your feet moving. Um, and I love talking to people. I love going out and just meeting new people and stuff like that. So, um, and then kind of, like, uh, being a ranger is a little bit different than law enforcement, as in a sense of you don't have the call of the call. You're not dealing with, mm-hmm. like, all these stressful events all the time. I mean, there are stressful people, right, everywhere you go. But yeah. You know, just being a, a city officer, it's just, every day, you know, someone's calling you to, to go deal with their problems and stuff. And I take it as, like, people come to the parks to have a good time, to have fun. Um, and I just want to be a part of that. You know, it's love talking to all the park visitors because they're usually more happy to talk to you. Um, now, on the east side, has been a little bit different, you know, than working on side cut and stuff like that. You know, because they look at you and they're like, oh, you're just a cop, you know. So you have to mm-hmm. kind of overcome that a little bit. But just, just talking to people walking around. You know, people are there to have a good time, have fun. So you get that uh more good side of people than anything. And we don't we don't have the call, so it's not stressful. You know, you, you really do get to go and relax. And like I tell people, like people come to the park to see some see some nature, some good views, and have a good time. And I just happen to work there every day, so it's like it's like people go there to um what is it to relieve stress. Yeah, it's like that's my job. Yeah, Matthew's place as well. It's a good. That's that's like that's what it's about. It's just just the people, kids. I love I love doing the little kids. I just that helped out programming with that uh preschool um event at the new uh 
was enrichment center oh yeah that was fun. yeah that owl was crazy it. yeah yeah so cool they're so they're so weird looking so cool <laughs> yeah. well wait you know just i i just interviewed um the city prosecutor for Perrysburg, and she she made a point we were talking about policing and she's like you know a lot of times if if because uh, what brought up the conversation was just like how some cops can be pretty aggressive like right out the gate like yeah. you know he's a lot of times like if you just ask like if you just talk and ask questions and as a law enforcement officer like yeah i think people are going to be a little more heightened like if, if you're walking yeah. around the park and you see somebody in one of the pavilions and you go up to them they're gonna like right away they're like all right something's going on and then but you just yeah. go up like hey how you doing just checking to see if you guys are good like then right away it brings their guard down and you can just have a conversation with them i think yep. you know people can't help like like feel a certain way when police uh some sort of law enforcement come around because they oh, just absolutely. yeah they just assume something bad is going to happen um so yeah. they just you know once you start talking and just saying like yep just checking up seeing how things are going are you enjoying the park and then they're like okay cool and then that's it and then they feel more comfortable especially our rangers yeah well that's just uh that's just you know you see a cop and he's usually on a traffic stop on a crash on, on some incident so you, you just start associating that with oh there's something wrong going on that's why that's why they're here um i mean that's everybody even i get i've gotten pulled over what no i before i started being an officer i never got pulled over no when i was inside officer, i get pulled over like oh i've been pulled over like three times like in Toledo, of all places, and coming down. Uh, no, I wasn't even speeding. He said I didn't use my turn signal. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like a Toledo cop pulled me for not using my turn signal. I was like, is there something better to do? Like, <laughs> right? Like, like I'm yeah. like, come on, I didn't use my turn signal. Like, come on. I I actually laughed, and I didn't mean to when he said I uh, uh, pulled you over for not using your turn signal. I like chuckled, and he's like, oh, this one's funny. I'm like, no, what? Yeah, I mean, I won't be rude or anything, but yeah, like, come on. So, oh, and then my headlight went out the one day I got pulled over in Maumee. So. Oh, I, I got pulled over. I, one time I was going to work in the morning. I, this was oh, years ago. I lived, uh, I, I might've lived in my apartment. I can't remember. Uh, my headlight was out and I knew it was out and it was dark in the morning and I would come up to a three-way stop and it's me and a cop and it's his turn to go. And he flashes his lights. I'm like, son of a bitch. He's going to pull. I know he's going to pull yeah. me over. Why, no, why would he I, flash yeah. his lights to let me? to let me go to, if he wasn't going to pull me over and sure shit he did pull me over and just for the headlight and then i get my i get my uh my wallet out and at the time i'm i have my cdl temps so i have two ids in my wallet and he sees it he goes why do you have two ids i'm like fuck i gotta explain this thing to him yeah but, i mean he, he gave me a warning it was everything was fine but it was i was like as yeah. soon as he flashes like that yeah go ahead buddy i'm like you you're gonna pull me over you know well the headlight's one of those like oh did it really go out i i didn't know it's like <laughs> it always just went out right that's yeah. the headlights always just went out i had no idea even though i'm about to go to the store to buy one i, I had no idea oh you're right you're right it is <laughs> that's just an easy thing to say you know oh yeah and how can you go, okay yeah well it, it's out you know here's your ticket no that's that's just rude i don't that's like one of those like things like i don't think any officer expects to cite somebody for having a headlight out it's just like something to see what else is going on you know oh yeah another, another tool because you know you pull someone over for a headlight out and then they have like a bunch of drugs it's like okay you know or they don't have a license or you know just goes down it's like one of those things yeah but i mean you have to have headlights too safety reasons so well that, that's i mean uh there's a lot of things that 
that could happen in the parks but don't just because it's it's the park so when you do pull someone over i guess you're not expecting that kind of stuff i mean i'm sure it happens but you're not expecting like oh this person had a warrant or this person had this just because like we are insulated because we have gates up and we're a park like we aren't insulated from that other stuff but i guess you know that does stuff i don't know i feel like everyone is especially in covid time i felt like anyone you pull over had a warrant for something like it was just like (laughs) Like everyone had warrants. Like I could not like get away from it. Like I couldn't do a simple thing. Like I had to, this guy locked his keys out of his car and, and before they had to sign his paper and we run them and make sure like they're not trying to get into somebody else's car. Uh, okay. You can yeah. say, Hey, like, Hey, this is my car. Can you unlock it? And then I lock it and they take off the car and it's their car. Um, on that, and I was trying to help that guy and he had a warrant out of Wood County. So they, and they, Wood County warrants, they all, they always want them. They always want to go pick them up. Or, or they want them to either pay for their fine or they're going to go to jail. Uh, Toledo's not like that. Toledo, most Toledo warrants are some of what she's given them a four date and they uh, go on their way. But Wood County is not. So you get a Wood County warrant for like a traffic ticket or something, something stupid. It's, it's your mom's like, well, dude, I got to take you to jail. And I'm like, he's like, well, I, I, I'm the one who flagged you down. I was like, I understand that, but you have a warrant. <laughs> like, right? Like, <laughs> like I can't, like, I, I just kind of get away from it. It was, it was annoying for a while. Dude, you got to feel a little bad about that too. Like, like he oh, was yeah, just look, he was just looking for help. And <laughs> yep, yeah. Or like this one guy, and it was that uh, Pearson. It was the same thing. Uh, went to he uh, or he was fishing. And he caught a fish that was way too small. Put it in a McDonald's cup. I'm like, what are you doing, right? And so he gets in his car and he starts to take off. And I stop him. I'm like, hey man, you know you can't you can't take fish like that. Blah blah. And it's like uh. He's like, oh, okay, I didn't know. And then when I ran his plate, when I pulled him over, it's like he had a warrant for it. Was that was actually legit? Like he, I think it was like a domestic violence warrant or something. Okay. And I was like, so I was like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta come with me. It's like, what? It's like, yeah, you can't have the fish or warrants. You get <laughs> one. So they take care of them all at the same time. He said he wanted to take the fish home, but he do a turtle. I'm like, okay, I understand that, but they do make fish stores to go buy fish. Yet. <laughs> you can't have so, yeah, fish or warrant. Yeah. Same, same other day. You didn't know that. Don't have warrants. Don't take fish from Metro Parks. Yeah. <laughs> well, it seems like because I see you when I mean, whenever you're there, I see you. But it seems you enjoy your job very, like a lot. It seems like. Oh yeah, yeah, I love it. You know, I'm I'm one of those people that I'm don't love it, then I'll go do something else. Like I, there's no reason that I have to spend however many years. I have like 29 years left. Calm down. Before I can retire, and it's just like if I'm not gonna enjoy it, then why am I here? Right? I don't, the money is whatever you can always make, whatever. Yeah. Um, get paid less and go enjoy your life. I'm all about it. And this job is it's another reason why I don't leave is because I get a lot of time off, and it's like if I didn't get the time off, then I, I wouldn't do this. So I want to be able to live my life. I want to be able to have fun. I don't like taking work home. I don't like. Mm-hmm. I have a job, but I don't want that to be my life. So, yeah, you got to go and find a job that you can do whatever you want still to an extent, right? And yeah. uh, still enjoy it. Still, still enjoy life. It's not all about work. So that, that's kind of my mindset. Well, that's, I mean, right yeah, and that's uh, what I'm finding. And, and I believe that too. And what I'm finding is, you know, this these, uh, I sound like I'm a thousand, but you're in this younger generation where that is important to them. Like, like work, work is you're you're getting paid so you can do the stuff you enjoy uh not necessarily like bring it home and, and have to work 60 hours a week like you're you're getting paid 
just enough for whatever lifestyle you want to live right and you know it's which is fine like as long as you're gonna do a good job at work i don't care you know yeah. what i don't care what what you do after outside of work you obviously don't don't bring it that don't bring any illegal stuff back yeah. to work but like yeah. like because uh, the happier you are outside of work the happier you're gonna be when you're at work so exactly yeah no yeah that's a very good point yeah i, I love my job i really do all those people yeah you know the maintenance people are cool um like everyone I work with is like the you know, receptionist people. I guess we call them Jamie, Allie, all the people. They're they're awesome. Customer um, service. Don't call them receptionists. They might get mad. Really? Isn't there like a job receptionist? Like I don't know. I, I always call them customer service. We we we'll ask Jamie Lynn when she gets back. <laughs> yeah, well, I th- I'm pretty sure she only does like rentals now. Like she doesn't even like because because Rachel now answers the phone and directs people, so she would be like, yeah. well, like yeah, I don't know. Well, she yeah. she when when she's recovered enough, she'll probably listen to this, and I'll probably we'll probably get a text or something. <laughs> yeah, mad face. <laughs> Hopefully, Michigan will have won the, the national championship by then. She'll be in a better mood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Justin. Well, uh, I don't want to keep you longer than this hour, but I appreciate you coming on. Uh, hopefully, Zach will hear this episode. He said he was waiting for you to come on so he could hear it and see what it was like. I go, wait, I have 200 episodes. Can... Yeah, like, come on. What a guy. <laughs> he lives right down the road for me, too. He texted me last night. I'm like, I was going to text him back. I'm like, no, you didn't, you didn't join the podcast today. So you, you don't get it. You don't get to go. You I'm going to go. I'm going to go to you. <laughs> so, All right, man. Well, well thanks. Yeah, man. Thanks again, and, and I'll uh, I'll see you at the park. All right. Yep. I'll see you. Thanks again to my guest Justin Schneider for coming on the podcast today. Uh, and uh, working with Justin, I knew a lot about him. But it was again, it was one of those episodes where you kind of dive deep into all these things. And as much as I don't enjoy hunting at all, I mean, I don't like hate it. That's just not something I do. It was nice to talk about all the hunting and fishing and camping that he does, uh, and obviously the ranger stuff. Is, is cool too because it interests me uh, since I work with them so closely you know just hearing uh, specifically about him and, and uh, how he enjoys his job so thanks again to, for Justin for coming on uh, this is you know like I said a few weeks ago I'm doing one episode a week so this is your episode and again uh, just because there's one episode doesn't mean I am not working hard and trying to get these things out and doing a good job uh, trying to find guests you know all that stuff so we are uh, rolling along here, and we'll keep putting these episodes out once a week. And every once in a while, maybe you'll get something on Monday. I don't know. Maybe just be me talking about something, or maybe I'll, you know, want to throw up an extra extra guest. Maybe something's time sensitive. I can use that Monday slot for for that kind of stuff. So be on the lookout for that. But you won't will not miss anything if you subscribe to whatever podcast app you listen to. Subscribe to YouTube page, and you won't miss an episode. So if I do sneak one in there, make sure uh, make sure to have those. Um, have everything subscribed or whatever your podcast asks you to do. So as always, thanks to Real JP Multimedia, Big Daddy Graphics, Perrysburg Junior High STEM Lab, and Cuttlefish Graphics for always helping out the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.